Welcome to D, where we invite you to take the plunge and dive deeper into a daily encounter with God's living word. Journey with a collection of personal reflections of other souls as we all draw nearer and deeper to God's heart. Hello, welcome to Sunshine Saturday. Welcome to a new episode of Deep. I am Kenneth Gadian, a communication student and seminarian of the Society of St. Paul in the Philippine Macau province. Join me as I read and reflect on today's gospel, taken from Mark chapter 9, verses 2 to 13. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it's good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, the disciples no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. Then they asked him, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He told them, Elijah will indeed come first and restore all things. Yet how is it written regarding the Son of Man that he must suffer greatly and be treated with contempt? But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they did to him whatever they pleased, as it is written of him. My dear friends, I can only imagine the overwhelming feeling and the fanboying of Peter, James, and John. When they witnessed the transfiguration, it was a clear affirmation of their faith and of the identity of Jesus unfolding before them. Moses and Elijah were even there. I mean, I can't blame Peter for wanting to put up tents and settle down up the mountains. I'm sure all of us also had a profound moment of encountering Christ, a peak moment of faith, I would call it, when our hearts are burning and tears flowing down our face because of experiencing God's overwhelming presence. For me, it was back in 2018, during a three-day youth encounter retreat that I experienced most clearly and most nearly the presence of God. It was as if He was sitting there beside me, and I could tell beyond any doubt that God is real. I simply didn't want that three-day retreat to end. I asked the Lord, Lord, can't I stay here forever because I don't want to go? 
partly that was because that moment was, well, really amazing. But also, if I would be honest, it was because I knew that when the retreat ends, I will be going back to the real world, as we call it, with its noise and its pains and its disappointments. So I said, Lord, can't I just stay here with you in the retreat center forever, please? Well, for Peter and the other disciples too, who were foretold of Jesus' forthcoming persecution when they go down to Jerusalem, I guess going down the mountain is a very uncomfortable idea. If only they could freeze that dazzling transfiguration scene forever and not move forward. But Jesus did not give a sneak peek of his glory for his disciples to settle into and call it a day and call it a victory. The transfiguration was meant to strengthen them, to prepare them, give them context in the next scenes that will unfold down in Jerusalem. So that when Jesus is humiliated, condemned, and crucified, they will remember the truth revealed to them in the mountains. They will remember the real identity of the man hanging on the cross. Behold, this is my son. You see, their memory of the transfiguration will have a great impact on how they will see the whole picture and how they will carry the weight of the crucifixion. What's clear to me, friends, is that Jesus is not a God of shortcuts. You want to celebrate Easter with Him? You have to follow Him through Lent and through Good Friday. After all, God did not promise us that just because Jesus is with us, now the things we fear the most will magically not happen to us in our lifetime. What God says though is that those things that you fear will probably happen to you and you need to face them. You have to go down the mountain. But when they do happen, Jesus assures us that He will be with us. That's the Son of God right there beside you. So there's really nothing to be, to be afraid of. What's beautiful is that while we cannot stay forever in those amazing peak moments with God, those moments stay with us for a very long time. God promised to stay with us always until the end of time. Even now, when I am confused and when I am scared, I am still strengthened and reassured by remembering that beautiful experience I had in 2018. I realize now that these transfiguration moments we have are not meant to give us an escape from the crosses in life, but they are there to give us the reason and the strength in carrying our crosses as we strive to follow Jesus. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving us a glimpse of the glory that is to come. May we remember the dazzling light of your transfiguration when we come face to face 
with the pain and darkness of our own Calvary. Help us to not get stuck up the mountains of our comfort, accomplishment, and pride. Urge us to move forward with you. Give us the courage to follow you through and through. Amen. Thank you everyone for joining me in my reflection. I hope you will continue listening to these conversations of faith in the next episodes of Deep. Now if you are a creative and Catholic, you may be interested to join our online community on Facebook called Likatolika. Just search Likatolika Creative Community. And if you're interested, you can also read my other reflections at kennethgadian.medium.com. So goodbye, friends, and I hope you have a good life.